Hey guys, it's Mackenzie. I am so excited for you to have the chance to hear from today's special guest. And I know it probably seems like I say that every time I record one of these episodes, but it really is so true. I love having the opportunity to be able to bring these people on the show and allow them to use it as a platform to share their wealth of knowledge, uh, their inspiration, their stories, and all that they stand for. And this is somebody that I have been dying to have on the show since I first started it, and our schedules finally just clicked, so she will be joining us today. She is truly one of my greatest friends and is definitely one to inspire the masses. I was fortunate enough to meet her as one of the second generation Primerica kids and she is just an absolutely incredible person and you are going to learn so much from her today. She's a true role model uh, for women in business, in her marriage. Uh, Her and her husband are two of the greatest people I know and they have one of the most incredible marriages and I'm so lucky to call them friends of mine. Uh, The list just continues to go on and on for this lady. She is absolutely um, just such an inspiration, truly. And I'm so thrilled that you guys have the opportunity to hear from her today. Abraham Lincoln once said, the best way to predict your future is to create it. And Cynthia V. Pope, who has been educating middle American families about their finances for over 10 years, believes that these are words to live by. Cynthia, along with her husband, Niall, decided to build their family business in the heart of their community in Brooklyn, New York, where they specialize in asset protection and asset management. Sin Pope, as she is affectionately called by her business partners around the country, including myself, lives by the mantra, by any means necessary, derived from one of the most famed civil rights activists, Malcolm X. She thrives on helping others reach financial success by any means necessary by taking no ex- uh, no excuses approach in everything they do and instilling those same principles into the clients they serve. Cynthia, a Brooklyn native with Caribbean roots, has made it her life mission to help educate her community about creating and keeping a legacy of generational wealth, holding both financial professional licenses and financial degrees and accreditations. The Popes opened their office in the hub of Rosedale, Queens. True believers of the saying, each one, teach one. Sin Pope shares simple money concepts to not only educate communities where this type of information may not be readily available, but to help them implement these concepts as well. The mission, to push communities towards financial freedom and away from financial bondage. And with that being said, please help me in welcoming the incredible Cynthia Pope. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. So we are so excited to have you on this morning, and I was totally just hyping you up in my introduction to you. Awesome. So the very first thing that I wanted to ask you that I actually didn't tell you about beforehand was, do you remember how we first met? Oh, I remember how we first met. I don't think you remember how we first met. How did we first meet? Let's see if the stories match. Let me see. I remember... Um, meeting you at a at a leadership conference, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, she's so cute! I want to get to know her." And I specifically went up to you, and I was like, "You and I are friends." Yes, <laughs> I was just laughing about that because I was like trying to think back on how I knew you and like our friendship and whatnot. And I was like, "How did we first meet?" And all I remember was you were sitting on a table with a bunch of like your friends and teammates and whatnot, and I walked by, and you literally like put your hand out and like grabbed me and you're like I'm Cynthia Pope and I was like oh my gosh like who is this 
I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm Mackenzie. Like, it's nice to meet you. And you're like, yeah, I know who you are. Like, I've been watching you for a while. And I was like, what? But yeah. yeah. You got to be intentional about your friends. So. You do, you do. And it's just so funny how that friendship has just developed and been blessed over the last few years. Oh, yes. Amazing. So, my dear, our first question for you is, would you mind telling the listeners a little bit about your background and kind of your story to whatever capacity and wherever you want to start that? Yeah, no problem. Well, uh, I work in finance. I work for myself. And I actually went to school for finance, which is is not connected at all. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I went to school for finance, I really just wanted to uh, understand money. I felt like uh, I'm from Brooklyn. Um, My family's from the Caribbean. And I felt like there was always a conversation about money, but no one ever had the conversation with me directly. Um, maybe for different reasons, maybe because I was a girl or maybe because whatever reasons, you know, and I just, Mm -hmm. I just always wanted to seek out the information. So I went to school for finance and now I, uh, I work as a financial coach and I love it. Uh, I love specifically working for myself because I don't think, I think corporate America is a joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Very nice. So you currently reside in Brooklyn, correct? Yes. Yes. And you are married. Yes, I am. Can you tell us a little bit about your hubby? I'm sorry, what? Can you tell us a little bit about your hubby? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so he's literally my best friend. Um, He is a prayer answered uh, quite, quite like literally because I prayed for him. Um, And everything, I wrote a list one time. I had this amazing couple uh, that that I just loved their marriage. I loved what they produced. They were probably married like 30 years and they had these amazing kids. And I used to ask them like, like, how did this happen? And she told me that she wrote a list and she actually helped me with that list for like two years. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And I wrote the list down and everything on the list, my husband is. That's awesome. And that's so crazy because when I was doing my introduction to you prior to bringing you on, I literally had mentioned how, you know, you're not only a role model for women and for women in business, but in your family life and in your marriage, you, you and I are definitely people that I look up to in that regard. So that's just so cool to hear you say that and confirm that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, my dear, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, you said you had a financial background, you were mm-hmm. in finance. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You know, who are you reaching out to on a daily basis? Like, what are the, what is the kind of story behind that? Yeah, no problem. So, uh, one of the things that I, I focus on is I help people edu- get educated in finances, particularly um, people in my demographic. I live in Brooklyn. I work in Queens. So, I think that, you know, in the inner cities particularly where we're so close but we don't really know how to obtain it so Mm -hmm. right just creating strategies for my clients um i love working with i have a wide range of clients like all different ages and things like that but i have a really soft spot for young families um Mm -hmm. you know i'm hold on i'm 31 (laughs) so you know i've been working in this industry for quite some time so kind of like working with people so they can position themselves to become extremely financially bulletproof so that Mm -hmm. they can have a game plan where they don't have to rely on anything um whether it be a job or their current situations they know that because of the principles that i've taught them that they're they're bulletproof financially that's really important for me that's awesome uh, you mentioned that you had been, you know, in this sector for quite some time, right around 10 years, right? Yep. Yep, exactly. Uh, 
So obviously, you know, you're 31, 10 years. So we'll put that at 21, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you enter the financial world at 21. You know, what was that like? What were some of the challenges? How did you overcome those challenges? Oh, my goodness. So um, I actually started my business in Virginia, uh, in northern Virginia, right outside of D.C. And um, really, I, 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 I specifically wanted to work for myself, like I said, because I, I think that corporate America really and truly you could put so much into it, not get anything out of it. Um, you don't have a legacy for your family or anything like that. So one of the things I focused on was really just getting extremely um, good at what I did, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, being 21 years old, I had to use that to my advantage. I said, look, I don't have the experience, but I'm I'm sure going to know my stuff, right? Um, and another thing that I focused on was having integrity, doing the things I was going to, gonna, you know, going to do, saying the saying I'm going to do this and doing it, having Mm -hmm. like utmost honesty, uh, always doing the right thing for people, places, and, you know, their situations. Mm -hmm. And so, and being contributory, you know, one of the ways that I felt like I learned um, so much from so many things and people around me, including you was always being contributory, like not just doing things because you want something out of it, but doing it because Mm -hmm. you want to add something to, someone's life you know calling someone to see how they're doing not so that they can check on you but just so you can see how they're doing like just mm-hmm. being intentional about everything that you do so I think those those three things really um helped me kind of start my career but some of the challenges I feel like I faced were essentially being in a in a all boys club kind of deal um mm-hmm. and knowing my worth in that you know I think that I I actually never really paid too much attention to it I know that because I knew my stuff and because I mastered my skills and because I had integrity that I would beat anybody as long as I worked at it Um, right but I think my family was always worried for me like oh my gosh they're you know she's in this industry does she know what she's getting herself into Um, Mm -hmm. and for me it was it was it always came down to those three things integrity um having the utmost uh, integrity in your business because that's going to trump every everything um so yeah that was that's awesome um amongst that and kind of that journey if you had to pinpoint like I know we talked about you know a male dominated industry and that Mm -hmm. type of thing but if you had to pinpoint you know one challenge for you personally like throughout this time and throughout this journey what would that have been for you it would be uh uh gosh that's a great question geez Mackenzie (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to throw you off yeah no like I thought I had an answer and then I was like no that's not it um it would be that to just be understood the right way Mm -hmm. you know I think that uh for women women can do some of the things that men do and it's not it's not cool you know but for sure and um so what I mean by that without like mincing words, essentially like I wanted to uh, be able to do the same thing that my male counterparts did and still be respected, you know? Right. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I think I'm pretty straightforward. I think I'm pretty direct. And I think that that comes across, that, right? <laughs> that comes across quite like uh, it's shocking for some people sometimes, you know? Yes. Um, but I don't really know why, 
you know, you got to beat around the bush. It's business. You know what you're here for. I know what I'm here for. I'm intentional about what I'm doing. So, you know, there's really, there really isn't a lot of space for that. So, and, uh, and trying to be compassionate during it all, because everyone expects that from a female. (laughs) Mm-hmm. everyone yep. expects you to be like kind of soft a little bit and I'm not really that compassionate you know so no, you're <laughs> not in me way whatsoever but just in personality and I remember you know when I first met you you know we had started to get to know each other and I was like wow like she is so blunt and it wasn't in a negative way or a negative connotation but you just like tell it how it is and you say it with such confidence and it was just like not a shock to me, but it was just so cool to see that you were so secure and confident in who you are and yourself and your capabilities that you were able to do that without, you know, any hesitation. Yeah, that that confidence comes from my mom, but it, it has a lot to do with where I'm at because I don't think without that confidence, um, I would be where I am because you 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 really can't beat around the bush here like in 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 business or in specifically my industry and mm-hmm. definitely not in new york city yeah <laughs> so, um, you kind of just have to do say what you mean and mean what you say and um i think that as i grew in my confidence and of course as i got older um it's it's received differently now than it, when I was younger, because of course, when I was younger, it was coupled with the fact that, oh, well, does she know what she's talking about? Cause she's so right. young. Um, but clearly now my experience is starting to kick in and people are realizing, okay, well, she knows what she's talking about. She's staying confidently. She's been around for a little bit. So maybe I should listen, you know, but um, if you don't stay the course, then you'll never have that opportunity. Right. Exactly. And it's so funny for me as you know, we're sitting here and doing this episode today you know, I'm kind of in the position where you were when you like originally started, you know what I mean? So it's cool to be able to see that, you know, you kind of came from a similar start point and what you've developed into and what you've grown into and the person you've become over the course of the last 10 years. That's really cool to see and look at and know that I could aspire to be that way and to grow that much just as you have. Yeah, I always tell you, you're going to be better than me. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Um, So you know, you mentioned growth a lot. You mentioned a lot of things that you had to overcome, you know, personally knowing you, knowing our friendship, knowing you over the course of the last few years, I know you are the personal growth guru. (laughs) Could you tell us a little bit about that? You know, things you do, um, things that help you in that cause, you know, kind of a daily routine, anything that you want to share with anyone? Oh my gosh. I live and die by a schedule. Like I live and die by a schedule. I think that, um, that's so important to, you know, successfully driven people. Um, and part of my schedule is actually probably about three to four hours of self-improvement time in that. Like before I start my day, um, mm-hmm. I do a, a, I call them daily disciplines. So mm-hmm. a series of things that I do that's specifically designed to kind of fill my basket first. Because remember, mm-hmm. I told you I'm not a compassionate person, but I know <laughs> that I have, throughout my day, I have to share my energy with people. Right. Right. So I have to make sure I have great energy. And the way that I do that is uh, by filling my basket. So what I'll do, I'll, you know, I'm Christian, so I'll read the Bible. I'll read. I'm a complete bookworm. Um, 
I think that my husband is not a bookworm and it's so weird because he finds that so attractive I could be in the house (laughs) and I'll be cuddled up with a book and he's like oh my gosh that's so sexy and I'm like you're a weirdo Um, (laughs) but I'm a complete bookworm Um, love books my types of books that I love to read is like autobiographies of successful people autobiographies of uh, or or anything about different cultures um, Mm -hmm. and of course self-help books and then um, I always I always try to do something that I enjoy. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, even if it's 20, 30 minutes of that, like a guilty pleasure of mine. So, Mm -hmm. um, and another thing that I do that I think that is just like, I I feel odd if I don't do it every day, which is I actually write my goals every single day, Um, Mm -hmm. probably about twice or three times a day. And the reason why I do that is again, just being intentional about what it is that I want to accomplish with my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a daily weekly monthly basis if it's not in front of you I don't think that we really pay much attention to it so writing my goals down every day helps me stay focused on everything that I have to accomplish and everything I want to accomplish and if I you know basically what it looks like if I don't accomplish those things that's awesome and that's so insightful and that just shows so much wisdom and you know how things and how people can kind of create a routine that helps them be successful in their endeavors um prior to that question you mentioned um something about your mom can you tell us a little bit about your mom oh that's another best friend I'm so blessed because I have two best friends my husband and my mama and they're basically the same person Um, (laughs) (laughs) like they're so alike it's so creepy like they have their own language it's so cute I don't I don't even get it so um (laughs) because they have the same type of mind but my mom is it was was a single mom and she she just is like a superwoman to me she's so powerful she has so much compassion I think that um you know it's so funny for her to have a a little girl like me because I was kind of tough and and she's mm-hmm. like I don't understand where you get this from <laughs> right <laughs> but um she's just so sweet so loving and um I think that her her you know gratitude is something that I've always been so grateful for because she's never she has every reason to say that you know the world is against her but I've never yeah. heard her say that right never like never in my life have I ever heard her say that she was a teenage mom um you know came from her her parents she's first generation American so her mom was uh her mom was a maid from Haiti and her dad was a janitor from Haiti and Mm -hmm. uh she now runs her own business because that's a woman her own right but she had to overcome so much and if you look at her she doesn't look like what she's been through so Mm -hmm. that resilience has always been something one that I'm proud of but two that I just like strive to be like every single day and like if she can do it <laughs> I have no yeah, excuse because exactly she, she's essentially put me in a position where I don't have to deal with anything she's dealt with right. so um I'm always just so grateful for her I hope to be half the mom that she is one day and if that happens man my kids are straight because <laughs> <laughs> if I'm just half the mom but hopefully and uh luckily she'll just be around uh, as a as a great grandma because I mean she's amazing yeah, she is. And just knowing her personally, too, she really is just such, like, a powerhouse mm-hmm. of confidence and love and tough love sometimes, but yeah. love nonetheless. 
um, and just grace. And she's just really one of those incredible people. And you can definitely see, you know, for me, knowing her and then knowing you, I see so many similarities between the two of you. And it's just so cool to know the both of you and the incredible people that you are. Um, and of course, hubby, you know, we love Niall. Yes. Too. Um, <laughs> I feel like he'd be offended if I didn't give him a plug there. Um, <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Um, so, you know, we talked about mom. We kind of talked about Niall. We talked about, you know, the industry you're in, what you're trying to accomplish. If you could give me kind of, you know, a vision of what the next five to ten years looks like for you and Niall and your guys' family and business and whatnot, what is that going to look like? Oh, my gosh. We, we literally were just speaking about it, like, before I got on with you. Um, so, one of the things is we want to give back to where we're from in a, mm-hmm. such a big way. Um, so uh, I'm, my, my mom's family's from Haiti. My husband's family's from Grenada. And those places, uh, they, they don't have much infrastructure in finance. They don't have much infrastructure in economics. So mm-hmm. one of the things that we want to do um, is we want to bring, bring back commerce to those places bring back business to those places because so many people will leave those islands for hope of a better life you know Mm -hmm. for for me I look at my family and really no one's lived in those countries for two years I'm sorry for two generations really and Mm -hmm. I think that wow like if you leave a place and um you know and the great people of that place leave and they leave with that knowledge they never bring it back so it's a goal of ours actually in the next 10 to 5 years to bring back some of that knowledge you know some of the things that we've learned some of the businesses that we've developed um, and money so we can start circulating and wealth can start building back into those countries Um, then one of the other things that we want to do is we want to dominate we want to be known for uh you know, what we do in our neighborhood, in our, in our community. Um, I live in the same community I grew up in and that's intentional, right? Because I feel like uh, I want to be a tangible role model. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's something that my husband and I specifically focus on every single day. And he's actually so great at it. He answers so many like people is crazy, but one of the things that um, we strive to be is that that tangible example and that tangible role model in our in our community and really just have the 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 dream life what that means for us is to be able to do whatever we want you know Mm -hmm. we want to travel if we want to uh help our family in a big way we can um Niall is a real simple dude like he doesn't even have a dream car but Mm -hmm. I like nice things so being (laughs) (laughs) being able to have those things it's funny because he likes those nice things on me, but he literally does not want them for himself, you know? Um, but yeah, just having that type of a life where, uh, you know, our life is not a thought, like money is not a thought or, mm-hmm. you know, our businesses basically provide our lifestyle so much so that we don't really have to consciously work at it. We're working on our business instead of in our business in the next five years and then bunch of babies. So that's yeah, yeah. That's that's. I agree with that. I agree to that. (laughs) That's awesome, and I love how you know when I asked you that question, the first thing you know you said you guys have been talking about your vision, but the first thing that you said was 
you know, having the ability to give back and to serve others. That was the first thing you said before you said anything about your guys's <laughs> business, anything about your life, anything about your kids, anything about that. And that is really just such a true testament to, you know, who you guys are as a couple, you know, when I look at you and, you know, how blessed I am with our friendship, it is so cool for me to know that I just have this incredible group of people behind me, including you and Niall, who are just true servant leaders. You know, they're putting others' intentions before their own. They want to give back. They want to be the example. They want to make a difference. And that's just so cool. And you guys, like I said before, I say it all the time um, to a lot of people, not just on this podcast, but you guys are truly, you know, such incredible role models for me. And like I said, to know that I could be half the people that you guys are right now is just such an inspiring thing to me. And I am so blessed to have you guys in my life. Girl, you have no idea. We're blessed with you. So I I know the feeling is completely mutual. (laughs) So as we kind of close out, um, you know, our last question that we like to ask people is, and I'm sure that you have so much you could share with us and whatever you want to share with us, we are happy to listen to. So what is the best piece or pieces of advice that you would like to leave people with today? Whether it's in business, whether it's in life, whatever the, it may be. Well, I think that the best piece of advice that I could give is that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I freaked out about something for it not to be, not to turn out to be a big thing or really for it to be an intentional thing that led to something amazing. You know, um, if it weren't for so much, I wouldn't have what I have. So what I mean by that is this, right? You know, I I thought that learning the way, learning uh, my business, the way I learned it, I thought it was a hard thing. I didn't really have amazing mentors in the very beginning or anything like that. But eventually I got linked up with the right mentorship and things like that and, and the right people that could help me move forward in my business. But if it weren't for being self-taught in the very beginning, I wouldn't feel comfortable at running my own office at 26. Right. You know, so thank God I learned the hard way first because when it, when it became easier, it was not a big deal for me. Right. But I was so, I struggled so much during that period. I was like, Oh my gosh, why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? Now I'm like, Oh yeah, that when someone thinks something is difficult, it's not difficult to me. And it was, I was supposed to learn the hard way, you know? Um, So, you know, if it weren't for some of the, uh, you know, people that I came across, I would have never met my husband. So we have no idea what our path is. We just have to trust it. We have to trust that it's going to be okay, that everything is going to work out because it really is, you know, it really and truly is. Um, I have faith that uh, in a higher power, knowing that my God is going to lead me the right way um, Mm -hmm. and not forsake me. So yeah, just not freaking out. Everything's going to be okay. I probably tell myself, my younger self, that 10 times every day because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I freaked out so much when I was younger, but everything worked out for the better, even better than I imagined, actually. I feel like usually that's how it happens, yeah. too. You know, we get so worked up in the small, minuscule things, and we get, you know, I think a lot of emotion gets dragged into that sometimes. And mm-hmm. then, you know, at the end of the day or the grand scheme of things, it really was something that wasn't even that big of a deal. I know I'm definitely somebody who's guilty of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's really cool to, to see, too. You know, I also yeah. think that you go through particular uh, obstacles or uh, situations to be able to have uh, a story to tell. You know, yes. if you come across someone, you want to be relatable. If you've never gone through anything, how relatable are you going to be? 
Exactly. <laughs> so I think that you need a story to tell. Um, so everything that, you know, when things are going wrong, I actually tell people, oh, perfect. You're on the right track. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that says a lot, too, because like you said, you know, if you're not somebody who has been through any of those things, then it is hard to connect. I do completely agree with that. Um, it makes you more real. And the fact that you're like willing to share that and kind of the things that you've endured through your time and your journey, and that you're willing to share that with the people around you or whoever you may be coming in contact with in that situation just says a lot about who you are, like your genuineness, but also you're a realist in the fact that stuff happens, like you just said, but it's going to create your story. And with that story, everything's going to be okay. Yep, it is. That's awesome. So we honestly, like I said, you know, I've said it probably three or four times since <laughs> you've gotten on there with us. But like I said, it was just such a blessing to have you with us today. And I was saying in my introduction, you know, ever since I started the podcast, you know, you were one of the people that was at the top of my list that I wanted to have on here that I wanted to have on here that I wanted to schedule a time because I knew you were going to have so much to provide to everyone and just how inspiring like you said your story is the things that you've been through the things that you're encountering the things you're doing uh, I think so many people are going to relate to that and you guys are truly such an inspiration and like I said I am just so blessed um, that you intentionally reached out so that we <laughs> could connect um, because I really think our friendship has you know it's blossomed over the last few years but I can only um, imagine what it's going to look like in the next 10 and the next 20 um, you guys are definitely lifelong friends of ours, and we are so glad to have you in our life. So thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, I yes. Know so thank you for having us on. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too, sweetheart. We love All you. Right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Love you too.